Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. And the title of today's post is Persevere, my friend. I don't know why some things happened to me. Like the time I was expertly postulating on the subject of mind renewal in Detroit, Michigan. Saturday morning was the final four hours of a 10-hour intensive, and about three hours into my riveting dissertation, a lady to my right could stand it no longer. My Greek words, in-depth revelation, and captivating presentation had finally nudged her into slumberland. My words do often have a calming effect. I don't like to brag, but not everyone can produce such mind-numbing revelation and soul-tranquilizing truth. Profound peace, that's what it is. It takes years of study and experience to reach this pinnacle of public speaking. To make the situation even more meaningful, this lady was a gifted snorer, obviously a professional. The room wasn't all that large. There were probably a hundred people seated around tables, accommodating 10 people each, which meant everyone was within earshot of this message confirming endorsement. Her first snore wasn't all that impressive. Just a warm up heard only by those of us within 20 or 30 feet of her. Thankfully, those seated next to her were wise enough not to awaken her, allowing this nasal applause to grow in intensity. Less discerning people would have foolishly roused her, robbing us of the full effect. But those seated around this lady were sharp and let it continue. The second snore was better, becoming more praiseworthy of my wonderful teaching, reaching two-thirds of the room. Those around her, appreciating the stunning effect these snorts of praise would produce, once again allowed her to continue. I was amazed. No one was rude enough to nudge her awake. The third snore reached full volume. The kind of Z's dreams are made of. One for the record books, awakening everyone to the profundity of my deep and stirring words. All eyes were now on this peaceful woman. This, I shouted, seizing the moment is the kind of deep tranquility I'm speaking of. Let the power of my words so stir each of you. Hallelujah. The lady, awakened by my shouting, sat up with a start and grunted aloud, Amen, which added increased weight to my words. Savoring the sweetness of the moment, I decided it was a good time for a coffee break. I could tell by the smiles and 
soft chuckles. Everyone agreed. A recording of this presentation entitled Sounds of Serenity can be ordered from my product department. Yes. Several years ago in Oklahoma, another lady helped me with one of my messages. I was teaching on the following verses, that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Emphasizing the need for patience and endurance in order to receive answers to prayer, I, I shared the following story. One night a man had a dream in which an angel gave him a guided tour of heaven. He saw the golden streets, beautiful mansions, millions of saints in this celestial place. Then he saw a huge building, miles long, which looked out of place. What is that? He asked the angel. That's God's warehouse, was the response. It's where God stores items he had prepared to give people in answer to their prayers. Before he released them, however, the individuals gave up hope, lost their faith, and wavered. Their unbelief prohibited, prohibited him from giving them these things. So he stores them in his warehouse. Wow, said the man. Can I see inside? Sure, replied the angel, and proceeded to show the man a building filled with money, houses, cars, boats, clothing, food, just about everything one could imagine. Just as I was about to make my powerful point, don't give up, casting away your confidence. Stay the course. You don't want your provision stored in God's heavenly warehouse. Just before I could say this, a single lady on the front row spoke up. In a mischievous voice, she asked, were there any men there? I never regained control of the meeting. It was over. I don't actually know if God has a warehouse, and if he does, I doubt there are any men in it. But I do believe it's possible to ask him for something and fail to receive it because we wavered in the waiting period. We must allow perseverance to sustain our intercession. And we will. We will persevere through all waiting and any shaking that comes until we get to the coming fruit. We will. There are several New Testament words used to describe the concept of perseverance. One of them is found in Hebrews 4.14. It 
Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. The words hold fast come from one Greek word, kroteo. The root word, kratos, has the meaning of power, strength, might, vigor. The word emphasizes the strength with which one holds on to something. The verse is telling us to hold strongly to our confession, a word meaning say the same thing. Therefore, holding fast to our confession means with all our strength, we hold on to what God says and we say it with him. Another word related to perseverance is found in Hebrews 10, 23. It is also translated, hold fast. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. In this verse, hold fast is a different word, sounds similar, but it's different. Kateko. The root word here, echo, simply means to have or hold. The prefix kata, kateko, is what strengthens the meaning to that of holding, holding, echo, onto something intensely. Nothing too profound about that, but other nuances of meaning are enlightening. This word became a nautical term meaning to set one's course or hold to a course as in a ship, set your course or hold fast to your course. Holding on strongly to what God says by saying and decreeing it keeps us on course. Saying what he says keeps us from wavering, from being blown off course by adverse winds and adversity. This is why I repeat some things in my posts over and over. For example, America shall be saved. Every time we say it, we are maintaining course. Another, another meaningful nuance of echo, kateko is the word hold fast, echo is becoming pregnant. This is actually one of the Greek words for being with child. Choose that way in Matthew 1.18. Therefore, holding fast to what God says causes the power of the promise to grow in us like a baby until we finally give birth. Awesome truth. For years, William Wilberforce pushed Britain's parliament to abolish slavery. But he became discouraged and was about to give up. His elderly friend, John Wesley, heard of his discouragement and from his deathbed called for pen and paper. With trembling hand, Wesley wrote, 
unless God has raised you up for this very thing, you will be worn out by the opposition of men and devils. But if God be for you, who could be against you? Are all of them stronger than God? Oh, be not weary of well-doing. Go on in the name of God and in the power of his might till even American slavery shall vanish away before it. Wesley died six days later. But Wilberforce fought for 45 more years. And in 1833, three days before his own death, saw slavery abolished in Britain. Persevere, my friend. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your promises. You cannot lie. Your word is true. Your promises unfailing. They contain power. You said they always accomplish what you send them to do. You actually honor your words above even your name. You have told us America shall be saved. You said the greatest revival in history is coming. You declared that you were building an ecclesia the gates of hell could not prevail against. We hold fast to those words. The power they contain is growing in us. We are becoming pregnant with them, and through the strength of Holy Spirit, we will give birth to them. We ask for and decree again. One billion or more souls are coming into your kingdom in this revival. We decree again that miracles are coming in great numbers we decree that <clears throat> excuse me we decree that nations entire nations will be transformed we decree that people from every tribe and tongue will be in your family we decree that no force can stop this and we decree according to the word of the prophets this has begun Amen. So be it. And our decree, our formal decree, finishing our final decree today, we decree that the words of God will never pass away. They are eternal and all-powerful. Through them, we will stay on course. Amen. Well, portions of today's post were taken from my book. I thought I brought one with me to show you, but I didn't. But portions were taken from the book, The Essential Guide to Prayer. It's sort of a book for beginners, although many mature intercessors read it and find it very helpful. Just break it down, break prayer down in a very understandable way. The Essential Guide to Prayer. 
Thank you for joining me today. Persevere, my friend. Persevere, persevere, persevere. Have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday, I hope.